All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cellar Dwellers. I believe we're on episode eight now, fellas. Happy post-Memorial Day to everyone listening. Guys, we had a pretty good Memorial Day. At least me, Pat, and Nick did. We got together, had ourselves a nice barbecue feast, boys. Mm, mm, I can still taste the ribs. I know. I, I, my mom and Mac had some ribs cooking up in the crock pot overnight. Fell right off the bone, man. Those things were tasty. Yeah. Taste. You couldn't even pull that shit out of the container. <laughs> I know. Right. You're just pulling bones out, and you just had to reach in like a barbarian and grab the ribs. And then Mama Zambi came up with that mac and cheese. Pat had the bubble burgers on the grill, setting off the Dude. smoke alarms. It was a mess. It was a mess. But it was good. I had to. I had to have eaten like five bubble burgers. Oh yeah, you went off. You went off. <laughs> I was going by the time, in on them. By the time we got done cooking, because we had no grill outside, so we just used the stovetop. The whole apartment was just a smoke show, dude. It was, it was, I'm surprised the fire department didn't get called. So you made the burgers in the apartment? Yeah, well, we, yeah, were well, going we didn't to, have a grill. Yeah, we were trying to do a grill. Oh, okay. And we were thinking maybe we'll do it on top of the fire, you know, our oh, bonfire, thanks to your That Burger King tire. flame grill. Yeah. <laughs> thanks to the car tire you brought the other week, Kyle. I was yeah. hoping maybe we'd do like a fire top thing, like we're real Neanderthals or something, but it started to rain, so we're like, and we moved Damn, inside yeah. for a little bit. But we did eventually get back outside, which was a lot of fun. Socially distant. Socially distant. Mm-hmm. I was having this discussion with someone maybe yesterday. Matter of fact, it was yesterday. Top barbecue foods. Give me like at least maybe like a top three of yours. I think Ooh. mine is now it's hamburger number one. Any sort of chicken and then mac and cheese, I think. What do you guys think? I think ribs might be number one for me. Oh, wow. See, the ribs get messy, though. The ribs get messy. Oh, I don't care. I love it. Okay. I'll just lick that mess right up. You licking your fingers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who needs a, who needs a wet nap? Pat's thinking hard here. Uh, I, I think that uh, Kyle just took my number one. Um, <clears throat> number two, though, it might have to be – it's it's either cheeseburger or mac and cheese. I can't decide. So that's your top three. And then – and then I'm gonna throw a wild card in here, but corn on the cob, corn on the cob with the barbecue. You know, I did try corn combo. earlier yes. this year, bro. Yeah. I did try corn on the cob earlier this year. It was pretty tasty. Actually, yeah. just for dinner tonight, I had corn <laughs> on the cob with some barbecue chicken. Corn fries it is still going to be a thing. We're still gonna make me eat some food, but we decided to postpone that after Memorial Day because we didn't want, couldn't ruin the holiday. Could not ruin the holiday. Zambia. When I was a kid, I used to call corn on the cob uh, fancy corn. I thought it was <laughs> like fancier than if you were just eating it off the cob out of a bowl. Oddly um, enough, when I was a kid, I was allergic to corn. <laughs> totally sure, that's, that's I, anyway, totally off topic, but continue. <laughs> um, if, it depends. If, it's, uh, if my family's having a cookout or something, we're just having burgers, dogs, and chicken, which – I'm good with all three of them, but if I'm getting my favorite like barbecue thing would have to be smoked brisket. I love that shit, man. Uh, like good oh smoked brisket God, yeah. is so good. And ribs, uh, obviously, salivating. but if the ribs have to be cooked right, like Sean's mom did a fantastic job, but if I'm getting ribs that are subpar, I, you can keep them. I only want them if they're, if they're cooked to like perfection, you know what I mean? Yeah, ribs yeah. are tricky because you get the ones that are like hard to pull off the bone. 
Interesting. Those are, those we, are, all have, we all have hot dog off of our list. No one mentioned no, I said hot dog. Oh, I, I was going to put hot oh, dogs. If I have to rank my traditionals, dogs are my number one, dude. I love oh, really? hot dogs. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was totally dog over burger. I flipped once I got older. I didn't eat hot Remember I was telling you about my yeah, food yeah, yeah. thing, where how they had the hot dogs in elementary school that would sit out and be green and shit or gray. I didn't eat hot dogs. I stopped eating hot dogs until I was – Maybe right out of high school. I didn't have a hot dog. I didn't even eat them after Little League games and shit. I would, I would not eat hot dogs at all. Gallagher brought about 50 hot dogs for the Memorial Day thing. I still have them sitting up in the freezer. See, that's another thing I like about hot dogs over hamburgers, just like the quantity that you can eat. Because like, you can have like a couple no. burgers. And, and I know uh-huh. Parker probably had like six, but he's like a machine. <laughs> but you have like two burgers, you're like full. But I could have like six or seven hot dogs. In and but what happens the next morning is you're screwed. You're screwed the next morning, dude. You can't. You got to live in the moment. You can't be. Can't be worried about what tomorrow brings. That's yeah, a future Kyle problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope we have no conspiracy theories today. The future thing just made me think about. I haven't made my tinfoil hat yet. But oh yeah, me neither. Forgot. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It'll happen by 2022. Yeah. <laughs> isn't oh isn't the SpaceX launch today? And it got canceled because of weather. Canceled. Ah, yeah. damn. Okay. Saturday, Saturday is a new date. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe we'll be down. There. I was actually excited for that. I was really excited for that. Um, I don't know why, because it's really not that that crazy. It's just like a new rocket going into space that we do all the time. Well, it's because but, of Elon. That's why. Yeah. yeah he's the hype why. train. He's and the, the humans. Train. The humans on board. Yeah. yeah. There's gonna be people. for death makes everything yeah. exciting. Yeah, dude, that's what it is. I think that's what it is. The fact yeah. that Pete, there's a chance because, like, with rockets, like, you could you could test that thing a hundred times. There's like one little thing wrong, and it's just done. It's blown up. <laughs> yeah. So there's like that risk, that huge risk factor, and you're like, it like must see TV when people go into space. Yeah, I would. I don't think I'd ever want to go into space. I'd I'd go under, like the sea, you know, deep sea, whatever the scuba people do. Before I go in, hell no, dude. I would go space. Uh, I think I'd go, yeah. fall through space before I went to the depths of the sea. Yeah, so would I. At oh. least space, you know, nothing's out there. With the ocean, there's probably like well, 17, we don't know. Seventeen different species. Seventeen different species that you've never seen before. That's a. Tough we don't call. even know what's in ninety-seven percent of the ocean. That's like the craziest statistic of all time. How much do we know it's in space? It's got to be way less. Oh, yeah. Actually, well, yeah. yeah that's cool. probably in, way less. Yeah. <laughs> space, <laughs> space is massive. We probably yeah, know. but I think there's a good chance to dominate most things I meet in space. I'm out of my element, <laughs> like way out of my element underwater. I don't there's, also, there's also a good chance we're like the most powerful things that, that have ever been in space. Uh, if there's like another – if there's another like organism, it's probably like a fucking – germ all right well let's, let's, get, <laughs> let's, 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 let's not get too far into this we're gonna have to break out the tinfoil hats man we're gonna have to break out the tinfoil hats in a second all right all right uh kyle you got your golf stuff on pat you had a round of golf today you said you're shooting well we always start off with golf talk but we i was just saying we always start off with golf talk generally because that's what you've been doing to keep your time you guys at least not me but now it's actually relevant because the match with tiger woods Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Phil Mickelson happened over the weekend for charity for the All In Challenge. I liked watching. I'm not a huge golf guy, as you guys know, but guys, give me your thoughts. Whoever wants to shoot off first, initial thoughts from watching the match. Right. I was at work, so I couldn't watch it. I just saw the highlights, but I mean, the highlights were really cool. I like being able to hear them like talk trash. 
I think Zambi, that's always did, fun. Did you watch it at all, Zambi, or no? Oh, yeah, I watched the whole thing. What it did was, you think? It was good. Um, I, I think they should mic offers up every tournament. It yeah. was That was unbelievable. I would almost rather – if. I mean, I want to watch the best players play, but that was way really fun to watch. Really fun. I think, like, I would love to see them do more of that with just instead of doing pro-ams, just maybe take 10 pros and 10 awesome celebrities and have them go off and mic everybody up instead of huge pro-am tournaments, you know. Like, I think that would be a good idea for the future. Totally. Well, they're going to do that when the uh, – I'm pretty sure when the pro, when the PGA comes back, they're going to – because since there's no fans and there's no, like, crowd, it's got, they got to have, like, some type of commentary going or else it's so quiet. Like, yeah. it's like – so they're going to mic up some guys, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that would be – that feels great on the mic, man. He, he Dude, he doesn't shut up. Information. He was yeah, he talks, a crazy, talker, dude. but it's really was, good information. If you're trying was, to, like, learn about golf, yeah, it was cool to hear him. For someone like me who's not as into golf as you guys are, just hearing him talk, I was like, I have no idea what this guy's talking about. <laughs> I mean, I love Phil Mickelson. He's a cool guy, but I couldn't understand him. Pat, go ahead with your takes, though. Uh, I had – well, I already said that Phil Mickelson doesn't shut up, which is fine. Like, he's pretty funny. Like, he's funny as shit. I did enjoy but, uh, listening to him. But he's him. like – he talks the entire match. And Tiger, you could see, like – you could see a little bit of him, like, getting pissed off. He's like, shut the fuck. Like, he's like, why am I here? I'm worth a billion dollars. What am I doing here? <laughs> he went to win then, Yeah, because he lost the first one. Oh, uh, true, true. Yeah, he does hate losing. But the it. second thing was that – um. That could beat Brady. Okay, I and I texted. Was that I texted? I don't think you right? could. I think he would oh, be yeah. ass. No, oh, I think yeah. Brady's actually a sick golfer. Yeah, he, he just played I'm not like about shit. that dude. From what dude, I dude, if there's one watching. person watching me tee off on the first hole, one person, one person strolls up behind me, I can't hit the ball. If I knew that there was millions of people with nothing to do watching me on TV, and plus I was also to tee off in front of two of the best golfers to ever walk planet Earth. I wouldn't get a ball off the ground the whole round. I would be so nervous. You always do that, though. You compare yourself to all these athletes like, well, I can't talk shit because they're way better than I am. Like, yeah, obviously, because they're professional athletes, though. But Yeah, but Tom Brady, like, I don't think – he has no – there's no distinguishable advantage of him over me in golf. And I think that him – if he – like, he, he would have had to do much, much worse. His swing looks fine. He just looked like he was – like, he didn't even look like he was swinging hard. Some of his swings, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Wasn't Barkley the one who was betting him like fifty grand just to hit the green on a couple, of, and he totally whiffed it. I can't. Again, I won't talk because I don't know how challenging it is. I'll leave that up to you guys. But how hard was those shots when Barkley was betting him to hit the green? Dude, how hard were them? He 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 was not hitting a fairway. He was actually not even not hitting a fairway. He was hitting out of bounds on every shot of the front nine. That's terrible. So yeah, but his second terrible. shots were way better than. Your second shots. Oh, I don't know about that. He had one good shot. I don't know, dude. Every he kept <laughs> after the f drives, he kept the ball in play, and they were all like solid shots. But that's the thing with golf; it doesn't matter. He's still losing a stroke there every time. Yeah, but I don't think if he's teeing up off against Pat Parker, he's going to miss the fairway that much. Maybe not, but uh, it just makes him a beta, right? <laughs> all right what, do you, what did you? Shoot you can't step up to the plate with the uh, with the big dogs. <laughs> What did you shoot today, Pat? Well, I shot like high 90s or like mid 90s. All right, that's not terrible, right? Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm improving every time I go out. And on top of that, uh, Tom Brady's supposed to be a, a 
he's supposed to have a an eight handicap, which is bullshit. He does not have an eight handicap. So I think he's lying about. I think like, he does. Oh, I think man. he does too. I think he just had a bad day. Do you guys I'm, love Tom Brady? I'm rocking with you, Parker. I think he can. I'm, I'm a Tom Brady fan. I'm a big Brady fan. I'm a big Brady. Like You're a fan now that he's a I don't know. I just look at his swing and just the way he looks, and there's so many people I play with that are pretty good golfers, and their swings and stuff don't look that good. Like, and normally that's a good indicator of if somebody can play. Like, just the way somebody stands over the ball, you can tell most people it's like that guy doesn't have a fucking shot. The way yeah. like, some people walk up, it's just like I don't – it doesn't matter what he does here. He sucks at golf. Oh, man. I feel like he plays a lot too, like during the – off season or whatever. I feel like he's a big golfer, so I feel like just from playing a lot, he's good. Yeah, I don't I'll tell know. You what, I'll tell you, didn't have a problem. Peyton Manning, he was good. Not as he wasn't as bad. He was still hitting in into the woods a little bit. He was good. Dude, but, he I mean, was he's good. been retired for what six years, seven years. He's got a lot of time to just play golf. Don't wasn't like the first. I think the first few holes he was hitting them into the woods and taking the stroke. He had comments on it. Yeah, but he cleaned it up, and then he played – dude, him and Tiger handled that entire match up until, like, the end, the end of it. They were up – when I st- – I probably stopped watching around, like, hole 10, I think. Sometime around there, they were up, like, three strokes, and I was like, okay, I think I think they're going to win now. So, I yeah. got off. Did they only end up winning by a stroke? Just by one. But they – I mean, like, other than the, the last couple holes, they dominated, I think. They probably took their foot off the brakes – or the gas, I mean. Anyway. Is that I don't want to. Oh, the shot! I want to. I do want to talk about the shot and Brady ripping his pants. That was another. That's what I. I thought was the most viral clip. It made me feel good as an Eagles fan to see Brady rip his pants after hitting a fantastic golf shot. Oh yeah, and Brooks Kepka uh, saying or donating the hundred thousand for that shot. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Pat and Nick, you're gonna have to drive this next conversation that I wanted to get to, and it was all about the NHL return. Unless you've lived under a rock, it looks like we're getting sports back in the major organizations like hockey, NBA, and baseball pretty soon, although basketball and baseball are going to take a little bit longer than hockey. But, Nick, I'll let you start off. Just explain the proposed plan by the NHL to return. Yeah, so if they come back, each conference will be in their own city. Well, they're coming back, right? Is that confirmed? No, that's see, oh. they, what what they confirmed was that if that when the if they come back and it's likely that they will, this is how it's going to happen. So like the way that that'll happen if they come back is is planned out. It's just a matter of getting everything else correct. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be two different cities. They gave a list of ten cities. Uh, it was a pretty weird list, honestly. I didn't. I don't think I got a picture of that. I think I got it. I'll bring it up while you keep talking. Yeah, and then each conference will have 12 teams. The top four will play each other in a round-robin tournament, uh, and whoever has the best win percentage out of that will be the highest seed, and then it'll just reseed the top four. So the Flyers were the fourth seed. They're going to be in that round-robin play-in. If they win all three games, they become the one seed, and they play the shittiest team that qualifies. And then five through 12 in each conference will play. Like, so five plays 12, six plays 11 in a five-game series to see who gets into the playoffs. Okay. Like the actual playoffs. All right, definitely an interesting thing. Let me read off the hub cities real quick. That's what the NHL is calling them. It's Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, slash St. Paul, 
Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. I don't know they should do it in Vancouver. I think that'd be sick. Toronto, Vancouver, not Pittsburgh. Don't do it in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, no, Pittsburgh's just a terrible <laughs> spot. I can't believe that's on there. Each conference gets a hub city. Okay. Yeah, I, I think where? Vegas will probably be the West just because they're so open and they have resorts to put the players at and a sick new arena. And you think you said you think it'll be Vegas? I think so. I mean, I also yeah. heard Edmonton because they've been pretty much – they haven't been hit that hard from Corona, I think. I think it's going to be Vegas as well for one of them because the UFC is going to have a fight card in Vegas. Uh, is it this week? It's this weekend. Yeah, the 30th, I believe, on Saturday. So Vegas, I think, is getting ready to kick their sports back up because that's huge for their economy and stuff over there, the sports and the betting and everything. Yeah. So I think they're going to probably pick Vegas as one spot. It says here on NBCSports.com that teams are limited to 50 personnel in the hub cities and only a small number of support staff permitted to enter the event arenas. I think, uh, I think it's, dude, I think it's crazy that a 12 seed could end up playing the one seed. <laughs> like, it's yeah. possible in hockey. It, it's definitely one of the sports it's possible in. Um, yeah, well, I mean, if the 12 do... seed win, that's who they play in the first round. Yeah, dude, that's insane. Like, I mean, they're going to get their, their asses kicked, like – yeah, no I mean, I, I, the tw- the Canadians don't have a fucking shot to beat the Penguins. They, dude, I just looked at it, and they are 29 points behind the Bruins, who are in first in the East. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Rangers – I mean, I got to look at the matchups again. I have them on my phone. I got you. Um, the, Ra- the Rangers are going to play Carolina. Yeah, so I think, I think the Rangers could beat Carolina. Carolina does not have a, a good goalie situation. I've Rod the Bod's a great coach. But yeah. the Rangers are young. They're fast. They're pretty good. I mean, the Flyers handled them handled them well this year. But they had a pretty good year, and they started playing well towards the is end. That the, is that the 12? That's the 12, six, uh, 6 and 11. 6 11. 6 11. Okay. I can I read you guys the, off the thing. The 12 5 is the Canadians and the Penguins, and the Penguins are going to handle them. Okay, That's yeah. Right. I'll read it off real quick. The top four seeds is Boston, Tampa Bay, Washington, and then Philadelphia. And then it goes five Penguins play 12 Montreal. Then Carolina plays New York. That's six and 11. New York Rangers, that is. And then it goes seven is the Islanders play the Panthers. And eight and nine is Toronto and Columbus. So that's that Eastern Conference. I don't have the West in front of me, but. Uh, Yeah, I mean. Aside from Boston, I know you guys were huge on Boston last week. Is that that's obviously the biggest obstacle? I think the Rangers, what Zambello was saying, uh, the Rangers, like they were playing pretty well towards the end of the season, right? Yeah, they played the Flyers. I feel like towards the end of the season, and uh, like they had some pretty close games. I think, right? Uh, well, I mean, we when we were in Nashville the first day when we were at uh, Redneck Riviera, the Flyers beat them pretty, pretty handily. But they they played them well all season, and the Rangers played well to end the year uh but I, the hurricanes are just i mean they went they made the playoffs last year and no one thought they were any good it's uh, i thought they would did they make it to the eastern conference final maybe i don't know yeah no, no uh was it eastern, eastern conference final or semi-final semi-final they at least won a round they so, I mean, won yeah they beat the yeah, penguins right now yeah no the islanders <laughs> beat the penguins in the first round okay okay yeah I islanders the penguins swept the penguins. Lost in the first yeah. round Wait, was it the Hurricanes that would, like, celebrate after every win? Like, they would do, like, a celebration or something? Yeah. Storm okay, surge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Storm oh, surge. Oh, yeah, storm surge. That's kind right. of yeah, I'd say, Sean, right now, I think 
after I think in the round robin tournament in the East, I like Tampa coming out with the top seed. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Uh and then the the two two to four, I don't know. I think the uh Flyers, Caps, and Bruins are all in the same boat. I think I give the advantage to Tampa in this and in just the playoffs in general because all their players stayed in Tampa and worked out. And they didn't Tampa really was have the team last year, right, that was the best setting records, and they got knocked out early. They correct? got swept in the first round by the Blue Jackets. But they all stayed together. They all live on the same island, like 10 minutes from the arena. They've been working out, hanging out. Uh, Florida hasn't been that shut down, so I think they have a big advantage. And then in the West, Vegas and Dallas are going to have a huge advantage because they didn't have to go home either. They were pretty much open. So yeah. all those teams are still working out together. So I like all, all three of them, I think. You might I like the Flyers. I like the Flyers against the Capitals and Bruins. Like I think they're, I think that's easy. So I think the Flyers have a good chance of coming out as the number one. Because I we we played uh we played the Capitals and Bruins pretty well during this entire season. So yeah. I, I honestly, dude, I'm honestly taking the Flyers number one seed. No these. bias there. No, I don't think so. not really not any bias. I don't except for Tampa Bay, like. If they're if they're playing, how's the round robin work? They just play like I just play every play game everyone once. once, yeah. Yeah, I think they're gonna beat. Um, I think they're definitely gonna beat Capitals in uh, Boston. Wow. Um, right. I think I think if the Flyers play the uh, Lightning in a in a seven game series, the Flyers have a good chance of wearing them down. I think in one game with everybody has super fresh legs, I don't think we're gonna beat them. So I think we might. We're going to be two or three. I don't think we keep the four. There's no, we're not keeping the four. Okay. I can see us being one, but I like the Lightning too much. They've just been together. That's a huge advantage, I think. Okay. But, uh, the pressure there's also hard. good news for Flyers fans because I can't find the tweet, but somebody put up our record against the 12 teams that were, are in the playoffs for the East, and it's like 28, 5, and 4 or something like that. So we've wow. done well against the, the teams <laughs> in the playoffs. Yep. Okay, I'm going to give – this is the hot take house for calling this, right? So, I need Pat and Zambi. If you had to put a number on it, the chances the Flyers come out and make the Stanley Cup. Oh. Just give me a number. Chance – like, chances how? Like, uh, What are the chances they get through all the rounds of the playoffs and get to the Stanley Cup? Just – if you had to put a percentage on it. Oh, uh, probably like – 40, 40. Okay, that's pretty good. Two. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, I'd say like 30. It's not bad. It's tough. You think there's 12 teams in the okay. tournament. Yeah. yeah, hey, no, yeah. If you actually I, might, I might lower mine. I might lower mine to like 35. That's still good chances. Compared that's, to yeah, that's still pretty good. Is in your yeah, I just think I, th- th- or I think if we were in the – like, I don't know. I just think they're, they're just built to play in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And I think we beat every team. I think we beat every team except for maybe Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah, we didn't beat Tampa Bay, and we didn't beat uh, we didn't beat like the the Islanders or something like that. But mm-hmm. other than that, are you like uh, scared at all since like the season was paused? That like loss of momentum yeah, is that, like I mean, big I, in hockey. Yeah, that I might. Mean, be. I feel like that's like <laughs> I think yeah, I think it's kind of just like a different thing. But I also uh, think from what all the Flyers say and how they're such a close team. I don't think they're going to have any issue just, like, kind of stepping back into it. They're all cool with the coaches. They all love the coaches. The coaches are new. So, it's not like they're growing tired of the message or whatever. 
All right. Anything else you guys want to comment on the hockey thing before we move on to maybe, I guess, I guess we'll move on to the NBA, but. I've said what I've said. I've said what I said. Love when you say that. Anyway, let's move on to the NBA now. They have no plans yet. No plans in place. I think they're meeting on Friday or something, but they don't plan to announce any planned action. But there's rumors speculating. In, there's rumors that there will be, uh, I guess, kind of around Robin as well, with 7 through 10 or 7 through 15 seeds would play each other in a one-game wild card. What are your guys' thoughts? And then whoever wins would get the spots in the playoffs. I guess it would be 7 through 10. It would be seven through ten, and then those teams play each other, and whoever wins those games gets the spot in the wild in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I was personally against it, but I just think I, think I think if you're like a ten seed, well, a ten seed's tough. If you look at the conferences, I, I'll bring up the record. Yeah, they should do if you were within like how like how many games were left in the season, like twenty something. I think it was eighteen. Eighteen. So they should do if you were within like five. Six, maybe seven games. That's like I'm as reading, reasonable as you can get for a comeback within that time span. So in the uh, East, it's seven would be Brooklyn, Orlando, Washington, Charlotte. That's seven through ten. Charlotte was seven games out of the eight seed once the season ended. I think that's fine. Okay. I think I think the seven through ten should play each other, and everyone else should make the playoffs. And maybe they do their own that, round. That, round that, I think that's the plan. One through six is in. Yeah. yeah. And then seven plays ten, eight plays nine. Because I feel like with the NBA, it's like uh, they're so top heavy in the NBA. In the NBA, that like the seven through ten teams are like, I mean, they're gonna lose anyway. There's 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 oh yeah. There's one hundred percent. I have I will bet all the money I have right now in my bank account that. The, these 10 team right now in the East or West will have no chance of getting to the finals. Basketball yeah, is like the most predictable sport yeah. when it comes to that, when it comes to like playoffs. Well, here's what I wanted to tell you guys. Cause I just said, I said seven games out Charlotte was that's pretty substantial. If you compare it to the West where the 10 seed is new Orleans and they were only three games out. Okay. So that New Orleans had a way greater chance yeah. of making it. And he, yeah. even if you go down to that to 12 seed, Spurs, they had 27 wins, Memphis had 32. So they were five games out. There's better teams in the West that could have done it, which is why they've also discussed the one through 16, just the best 16 teams in the league would go, which I think I would be more fair. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. Like, I wouldn't mind that if they just went to that permanently. Because there's already a little asterisk on this season anyway, if you get the championship. And it makes I don't know. I don't think there will be. Like, yes. I don't think people. I don't think people will go back and be like their championship doesn't. No. Like, they no, no, no. I agree with you, but there's going to be an asterisk saying like, "Oh, this was the Corona season." It's still going to count, but you're going to remember it being like odd circumstances for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, for me, Charlotte was on their way home. There's what? Who does Charlotte? Who's Charlotte's best player? Terry Rozier, maybe. <laughs> like. What's he uh, gonna do? Batum, Nicholas Batum. I'm not even sure if that guy's even still in the league. <laughs> like Estes Azili. They're gonna suit up Michael Jordan or something and down in Charlotte and hope he carries them to a win versus the Bucks. No way. That team should not be in the playoffs. Give me the top 16 seeds, and that's how we'll do it. Anyone else have any comments on that? I, I, you guys are kind of shaking in agreement, I think. I think so. Yeah, that's that's fine with me, dude. Like, I really don't care to see any of those teams. No, any. I really don't care to see the one. I never watched the one versus eight games. They suck. <laughs> They're terrible. They're what always bad. 
Remember that you said that the one year though, and I, uh, but it wasn't the one through eight. It was you said. I guess it was. Was it our sophomore year? Or maybe it wasn't you that I'm thinking of. But you said a one seed in March Madness will never lose to a 16 seed, and I said, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think this might be the year. And I picked the. No, I did say that, but it I never picked, happened. It hadn't happened before that. That's the only time in history, the history of the tournament that ever I was so angry that year. I had an itch that that was going to happen, and I picked the wrong 1 versus 16 game. Uh, That would have helped my bracket so much. Anyway. Who was that? Was that? uh, That was Virginia. UMBC. It was UMBC beat Virginia. I I forget who I had won it. I'm not sure. Anyway, it's not important. It's not important. That was just a parenthetical, I suppose. All right, fellas, good stuff as always. Let's take a quick break and remind everyone that support for Cellar Dwellers is brought to you by Manscaped, who is best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools to protect your family jewels. Fellas, we all have a time when we've nicked or cut ourselves while we're manscaping. I know what happens to me all the time. It's not funny, and that's why you need to get Manscaped, especially because they have a redesigned electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawn Mower 3.0. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And Pat, let me tell you, guys, everybody, this is premium. And when I say premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave if you need it, And the coolest feature about this thing is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trim. You won't have to worry about any nicks or cuts. You see everything crystal clear. And on top of that, they've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show off your mower loud and proud with this intelligently designed stand that's a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to us right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping using the code SELLERDWELLERS on manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Trust us. You won't want to miss out on this deal. Once again, that's 20% off and free shipping using the code SELLERDWELLERS on manscaped.com. That's C-E-L-L-A-R. D-W-E-L-L-E-R-S, no spaces, manscaped.com. Go get your lawnmower 3.0. You will not regret it. But let's get back to the show. All right. So unless you guys have anything else to say about the playoff reseeding, which I think we've said what we've said, we talked last week about the top 10 NBA players of all time, according to ESPN. We put out the list on our Twitter page. Go check it out if you haven't seen that yet, at Pod on Twitter. But now First Take is releasing its top players, primetime players, in the NBA today. And there was a debate around five and six. They put Steph Curry at five ahead of James Harden at six. So give me your thoughts on that, boys. Who would you take on your team? Who's better, Harden or Steph? I don't know. This is that's actually really hard. Like I have a real tough time picking between the two. I got my pick, bro. I got my pick. You got one of 
I want to say Harden, but my gut is telling me, like, Steph. What did you say, Pat? I said you picked James Harden. You definitely did. No, I did did not. No, I did not. Really? I'm a chef, man. I'm a big Chef Curry fan. I didn't think so. Oh, Yeah, yeah, I like Steph Curry. I just – I would always root for LeBron. So, Steph Curry would infuriate me because he would always beat LeBron. Well, the Warriors would beat LeBron. Steph Curry was always absent in the finals, to be honest. Well, no, we had the one good finals. The one good finals. But he never won finals MVP. I think when Steph I would rather have... seasons were ridiculous. They were ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going Steph. Because they're basically like – they're pretty similar players. And yeah. Steph doesn't need the ball in his hands nearly as much to be great. And Harden needs like 20 of the 24 seconds on the shot clock to do something. I think Fair Harden point. should be ahead of him, but I think it's, e- I think Steph is just, it's easier to win with Steph. You yeah. can fit more players around him that are ball dominant. And he can just turn into a shooter. He doesn't I, need to be the, have the offense run through him. And I feel like James Harden off the ball is not nearly as valuable as Steph is. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah, James Harden's like probably better. Like people would say he's better, but I feel like Steph is way more valuable to have on your team. I really don't – I think people are having a recency bias when they got angry that Steph was in front of Harden. But if you really look at, like, the off-ball stuff, Steph does far better. He shoots far better. The difference in defense is negligible either yeah, way. they don't play. Yeah, neither of them play defense. <laughs> yeah, they're both bad. It's just the difference on who's worse is negligible, like I said. I, and when Steph was MVP, he was putting up, like, 30 points a game as well, I believe. After hearing this argument, I changed to Harden. You changed to Harden? <laughs> yeah, I think Steph's a bitch. <laughs> Why? Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, the only What was wrong reason... with that argument? There was, that no, was no, a no, very no. cogent no, argument. No, the only, the only argument for Harden, I think, is that Steph always gets injured. I mean, he's always – he's been out during the playoffs when they needed him. That is uh, true. And, and remember, Chris Paul and Harden probably – I think they probably would have beat him if Chris Paul was healthy That's in that one fair. series. That's yeah, I think they would have too. But both of them, like, neither one excels in the playoffs. Like, both of them kind of fold in the playoffs. So True. I, I just think James Harden's playing style doesn't really get complimented by the way the playoffs are, are officiated. I feel like a lot of the shit he gets calls for in the regular season, he doesn't get calls for in the playoffs. Well, it's because they actually – Rightfully so. It's because they start to ref and actually play defense in the playoffs. That's why. <laughs> That's all. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm going to look up Steph Curry playoff stats and then Harden's playoff stats real quick, but you guys kind of just go off and rant. Uh, Nick, you didn't like my argument. <laughs> Was it that bad? <laughs> you doubt, you well, no, I just think James Harden's stats are way better than Steph's. And Oh, here we go. Playoff game one. I think Steph Curry in his MVP year was, was probably – I mean, that was one of the most ridiculous performances I've ever seen. He was shooting, he was shooting like 50 from the floor, 40 from three, and hitting bomb, like just – Pulling up from the from the half court spot. Yeah, he was on another every game. I guess what I'll say what I'll say is that if if I need a guy to be the guy and carry a team, I'm taking James Harden. But if there's somebody that I need to be a great piece with other real like with maybe one or two other good like great players, I'm taking Steph. Yeah. And I think it's way easier to win with Steph, and I think it's yeah, way yeah. easier to build a team around Steph than it is for James Harden. Although, wouldn't you say that if if James Harden had Clay Thompson and and uh, KD, do you think he would he would probably win? He would probably win a championship. I think Clay Thompson is. I think Clay yeah. Thompson you could put with James Harden. That's a perfect match. Yeah. It's just that KD. It's one of them. KD or James Harden is. I mean, I guess KD. Dude, KD can play with anyone. 
He says so Katie. Yeah, that's that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think they do win. It's just or yeah. I think they yeah. win. I mean, yeah, I, I think they do too. That means the Warriors just have stuff, and that means they kind of suck. Do um, this playoff do page is far too complicated to read, so I'm not even going to try and get the statistics. But do you think you would win the first ring pre KD? What was what that? Do you, mean? do you like if you switch James Harden and Steph? Like, do you think? And, but he still gets. Do you think? The, yeah, like he, he has Clay and, and Durant. Barnes. Yeah, he has that Wait, just that on. exact I... the first championship they won. He is that he has that team. Yeah, I think if you switch Harden with uh with with Curry, I think they still win. Because I don't think anybody on that team's too ball dominant. Uh, no. They weren't. Yeah, no, I think yeah. they, they like, pass the ball around really I, well. I, I disagree with that. Like, well, you it's, it's really tough to make that argument that I I'm trying to make. It's just like we you said like Harden's so ball dominant and we just have gone off and saying how he doesn't Work mm-hmm. off ball and the Warriors that season were almost all off the ball. Steph yeah, that was their system that constantly. Was like... So if I took this James Harden and I put him on that team, I don't think it would work unless Harden adapt it. But if we're just mm-hmm. literally picking him up and putting him there, he would probably get frustrated. Yeah. On that team. I'm with I, you. I don't think they would do as well. Talent wise, it's there, but you would have to change people's attitudes, I suppose. Not to say James Harden has a bad attitude because he has a really good attitude about his competitive side and playing through injuries i just don't think the team would gel as well as it did yeah because he's just like an iso player and that was like the exact opposite of what they were that year which is i guess a testament well i was gonna i was going to go on a steve kerr rant but I, I, I just think steve kerr like i was gonna say i guess you can have that as a testament to steve kerr's coaching but i was also gonna say like steve kerr has been like the luckiest guy on planet earth for his nba career he got Mike, yeah. he got uh, the Spurs with Duncan in that whole era, and then he got the Warriors. Come on, man. He's he got, just walked into yeah, the Warriors ready in their primes. Yeah. With the Warriors, he did put them over the edge, though. I'll give him that because they I, were a championship team before. I like, obviously, they didn't win. I think they were going to do it regardless. I don't I think, think they were. Jackson stays there. Luke, Walton, Luke Walton led them to their best record ever, led them to the best record ever. That's when Steve Kerr was out with the back was, Yeah. 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 And then Steve uh, Kerr came back and they lost. This year you're talking. Are you talking this year? No, I'm talking about their, their yeah. team. Their team, when they went like 73 or 80, when they won like 73 and 9. 73 and 9. Luke Walton coached that whole season. And then Steve no, Kerr came not. back. No, he did yes, not. He did. No, he did yes, not. He, did. he coached yes, 26 he did. games. He coached like 26 games, dude. Dude, he coached them through like the, almost the entire season. Promising you it was like 26 games. Let's see. Right. I don't think it, I don't think it was the full season. Let's see, Warriors head coach record. I'm gonna start. You guys keep going off, but uh, I kind of forgot what, what were we talking. Oh, Steve Kerr. Yeah, Steve, yeah, I think Steve Kerr is a great coach. Yeah, see, I'm not so sold on him. Really? Yeah, I'm not I think so sold. He is. On him. Just because. Okay, it was we we're both wrong. Wait, no, wait. Actually, no. I'm confused here. Business Insider. And this is when he was the interim coach with Luke Walton. I feel like I should – yeah, here it is. Walton is only in his second year coaching, yet with Kerr out, he filled in more than capably guiding the Warriors to a record-setting 24-0 start. Uh, I'm not sure if that, meant, if that means that he stopped after 24 games, but I believe it is. I believe he was. I believe he stopped after that 24-0. Anyway, Dude, was, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that um, 
Kerr like was in and out, like in and out of games with back like back injuries Perhaps. throughout that what, entire season. What's it? Was that the twenty eighteen season? The twenty seventeen? We're good. We gotta get our researchers' hats on instead of the tinfoil hats here. Let's move on, I suppose, because this is gonna take up way too much time and it's yeah. probably boring to listen to us look up stuff. What I wanted to get to is our list last week, actually, when we talked about the top 10 of all time that ESPN put out. Everyone started putting out their top 10s, top fives, whatever. Paul Pierce leaves LeBron off his top five list. Come on, man. He's a fool. He's just salty. He's just like he also thinks he's better than Dwayne Wade. I can't take anything he says seriously. Well, he's just a fucking dumbass. I mean, he's, it's not – you know, it's, he's serious, but he's not smart. I'm gonna, he sincerely thinks he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. Yeah, and it's not even like he was bad. Like, he was a really good player. He just, like, imagines himself as this great, all-time great. Okay, I yeah, got a staff for you. I got a staff for you. Steve okay. Kerr coached uh, – he missed He missed 43 games. Okay, so it was half, 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 half It was, like, half the season. Okay. Right. All right. Anyway, well, we're moving on from that. I'm going to give you the list that Paul Pierce put out. His top five was Michael Jordan, Kareem, Bill Russell, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant. And he said, what has LeBron done to build up any organization from the ground? I'm talking about these players, top five players. Bill Russell built the organization of Boston. Kareem, Magic, Jordan, Tim Duncan, Kobe, Bird. These guys are all top 10 players who helped build their organization or continued the tradition, which is kind of ridiculous for him to make that claim. because. When LeBron got to Cleveland, they were horrible. Horrible. And then he led them to all those championships. When he, was, he led them to a championship at 22 years old, which is unprecedented. So to say that he doesn't bring like a winning culture and change a franchise, it was ignorant, to say the least. The Heat were 47 and 40, or 42, uh, 41 and 41 the year before he went. Like and 500. Then he them, yeah. And then when he took in charge, when Dwayne Wade kind of gave him the keys, he led them to the championship and actually won it that year. Kyle, you were frozen for a little bit. I wasn't sure if you want to have any, anything to add here. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like LeBron was like the G. Well, I, he did have like some GM powers towards his end of the time in Cleveland, but it's not like he was stuck with a shitty GM. Like when Michael Jordan came in, the balls were shit, but they hired Jerry Krause. And I know like they shitted on him in the documentary, but he was still a really good GM. He built a great team. Build around him, yeah. So LeBron didn't have anyone that could build a team around him. And no free agent wants to come to Cleveland, Ohio, to play, even if you're with LeBron. It's still Cleveland. Yeah. Totally agree. Paul I Pierce would... is just a fucking Walmart brand, Carmelo Anthony, that fell ass backwards onto a championship team. Wow. This is a hot take house. I'm with you, though. I totally agree with you. I hate Paul he Pierce. He's the same shit as Melo. He's not as good as Melo, but he just ended up playing with Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Rajon Rondo at the perfect time. And they won one championship. And they, and they, and they lost the twenty early 20s LeBron a bunch of times. While we brought up Michael Jordan, I got to find out what I – I sent you guys something earlier. Oh, here it is. There was a, Michael Jordan was heard saying – I won't play if, I was, if Isaiah Thomas is on the team, referring to the Dream Team, to Rod Thorne, who was on the USA Basketball Selection for the Dream Team in an old interview that was recently aired on a podcast. So Michael Jordan's a liar. He lied. Can't believe oh, yeah. that. There's nothing. Hey, I think what he lied about? In the Last Dance documentary, Michael Jordan 
made it clear that he was not the one that had Isaiah Thomas. Uh, oh. uh, what's how, what word am I looking for? Not well, put on the team. I, I got you. Now. I know. You're, I know exactly what you're talking team. about. He was not the one who left Isaiah Thomas off the team. But then there's this old interview where he was talking to someone who was on the selection committee for the team, telling him that he won't play on the team if Isaiah Thomas is. Now, granted, there probably was other reasons he wasn't on the team, like his beef with Magic Johnson back in the day as well definitely had something to do with it but he was definitely a part of it he can't hide that yeah, he was a part of it apparently like i've heard that really not a lot of the players liked isaiah thomas just because like well, the way he played and he was like yeah well yeah pistons and isaiah thomas but i think like a lot of the stuff that we saw in the last dance with these are like a lie or kind of like fabricated because when you give michael jordan the final cut he's not going to make himself like look that like that big of an asshole apparently so he's not going to make himself look bad there was a part – Tony Kukoc had a crazy game. I think it was game six in the playoffs. Um, I guess it was against Utah. I could be wrong against that, about that. And it was completely left out of the documentary, or at least hardly discussed. And they would not give Tony Kukoc any credit. And, but then the tape came out, and he had like a ball or a, at least one crazy game that really helped the Bulls in that, in that playoffs in the last dance. So now – I kind of have changed thoughts about the documentary. I know we've discussed it throughout all the weeks and it's finally over and we thought we learned a lot, but now the truth has revealed itself. Even Phil Jackson, somebody asked him about it and he said, well, it's certainly Michael's version of the truth. That's what he said after the first two episodes. Now I can't believe anything that I learned from that documentary. Now I just think that we were right when we said Michael Jordan is just an ass. That was it. Now that's the only takeaway we can have now. And just add liar in front of it as well. Anything else about that? That was just my little hot – not hot take, but that was something I wanted to get off my chest. I think uh, Jordan is a – he's kind of like a compulsive liar. Not a compulsive liar, but he'll lie about anything that is like – that he'll definitely – he has no problem lying about anything that tarnishes like his his record. Well, he lies – He'll just flat flat out lie. To protect himself. He'll protect himself. Yeah, he has no problem doing that. He'll never tell the t- – because, like, he's just so – he's so – He's about his own brand. He's about his own Yeah, brand. he's about his own brand. And his he brand just wants is to keep- so much. He has – everyone wants to be like Mike. They talked about that, how it's, it's mm-hmm. almost perfect. So he wants to keep his brand perfect because that's what it is to be like Mike. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's kind of weird, don't you think? Yeah, very weird. I guess when you're a billionaire, like, you can do it's that. like, dude, like – I don't think people are going to stop buying Jordans if you just say, like, yeah, I told Isaiah Thomas to get off the team. <laughs> like, no. I don't think anyone would care. People generally support, like, the honesty stuff. I feel like they like him yeah. even more. Because <laughs> now, now I have a worse uh, – what am I – I keep losing my words. These words are on the tip of my tongue today. Uh, image. Worse, yeah, worse image. Thank you. Of Michael Jordan than I had going into it. Anyway, last week we talked about athlete, NBA athletes that we thought could play in different eras. Now I want to get you guys generally – I guess you're going to have to think about this because I didn't warn you about it, but I'll provide some context. LeBron James apparently had a contract from, Mike, uh, from Jerry Jones during the 2011 season. And I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on what players in any sport do you think could play professionally in another sport? LeBron Francis – Ngannou. Francis Ngannou. You said that. You said Francis Ngannou. I did say it. Because I, I, I saw his interview with uh, Mike Tyson, and, like, the only reason he didn't play other sports is because he lived in Africa and didn't move to France until he was, like, 25 or something like that. You would put him so, like, in he a never, football player, though, right? 
Yeah, he just needed money fast. Well, maybe football, maybe, like, I don't even know. Like, maybe, maybe even basketball if he just got, like, if he lost some weight. Yeah, he's a big boy for basketball. I'm yeah. gonna go, and for those of you guys who don't know, Francis Ngannou was a heavyweight in the UFC who just knocks out people. We talked about a couple other couple weeks ago. Maybe it was the Eddie Alvarez episode. Or no, it was probably the week after the Eddie Alvarez episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever. It was some. We talked about it sometime. But Kyle, Nick, anything? I think LeBron's the obvious choice. I think Mookie Betts. Oh, I, I think, heard he's quite an athlete. Yeah. He's already like uh, almost perfect, or if not professional level bowler, level bowler. He can. There's videos of him just like throwing down, dunking, him running routes that look like college level football routes. He's my just, two he's picks were my two picks were Russell Wilson because of the baseball stuff, and OBJ. I think OBJ could probably figure yeah, out. I was going to say OBJ, Kyler, Murray, and Jameis Winston. Or, yeah. wait, Jameis Winston, what do you think? Yeah, oh, he was a baseball player. Oh, right, yeah. he did baseball. There's a lot of that. Or. Yeah. OBJ I, was on the, like, Kyler was Junior Olympics, too. In baseball. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was also thinking Tyreek Hill. He, that dude could run track. He'd burn everybody. Not burn I think him. he tried to. He I think hang. he might have tried to, uh, like, qualify for the Olympics or something like that. He could I might be wrong. Hang. It might have been someone else, but he – think he might have tried to qualify for the olympics well i think i think if tyreek hill really trained for it and learned how to take off properly and shit because i feel like he probably is faster if you just line them up and have them run but i feel like his like they probably have crazy techniques for off those stands and shit that he don't know and he's just getting up and running and they're already they pushed themselves 200 feet out already yeah all right well that's a pretty good list i think lebron would be sick in the nfl yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Let's Great talk about that end. real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, I put him at tight end, maybe like linebacker. Is he too Wide out. He would yeah. be like a mega think? Almost like a 6'8 wide, six, eight wide receiver. Calvin Johnson. He's, 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 Calvin yeah, Johnson. He'd be like a, he probably runs like a 4'6, four, 4'5. Four, Especially four, in his prime, six. dude. He probably ran like a 4'5 in his prime. I saw mm-hmm. online, I think it was around 4'6, but they had an asterisk next, next to it. So. Yeah, I don't know about that because they, like, lined his stats up next to Gronk and Travis Kelsey, and they That's... had them, like, really close in speed. And I feel like there's no way that LeBron is that close to Gronk and Travis Kelsey. I feel like he's a lot faster. Oh, I was going to say faster, slower. I'd yeah, yeah, no, faster. It might be because, like, when big when big people move that fast, like, on a, on a court, it just looks – it looks, like, it much faster than it is, but – when you're running on a big, did he like actually run the field. forty, or do they just make up a time? I think they, probably they just made it up. I think they probably like time from going baseline to baseline and then calculate it across yeah. forty yards. That's a guess. I don't. It was like an it. exact four six zero. It was like that, that him running with a ball baseline to baseline, or just sprinting. I have no idea. There was literally. I was so confused because they had an asterisk next to the name, but usually, you know, underneath they'll have a footnote mm-hmm. of what the asterisk means, and there was no footnote, so I don't know what it meant. It just had it there. While we're talking about the NFL, good news for Eagles fans. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf says pro sports can start competing and training again in Pennsylvania in the yellow and green phases, which is expected to go into effect next Friday, June 5th. So, birds, we'll be back. Yes, give us a little golf clap for that, Pat. Thank you for that. I'm pumped for football, man. Pumped to have everything back. Pumped that sports are returning. Couldn't be more excited. It's been – it seems like forever now. 
Speaking of the, the yellow and green zones, a kid at work, uh, he said his friend works at uh, the bar Maggie's near me. And he said they're planning on opening back up on like June 24th, either June or July 24th. It's like wow. whenever, whenever we get into the next color zone, it's like Philadelphia. The, yeah, yeah, Philadelphia. Okay. Then they might start letting people in with like a restriction. So like whatever the maximum capacity is, they might let like half that in. I saw something that you're allowed be to go. Soon. I saw something. If it's outdoors, you could be good to go pretty soon. Outdoors yeah. next week. Sure. If you're next outdoors and it goes yellow, yeah. you're good. Is that include outdoor bars like cabs and stuff where you're right up on each other though? No, uh, probably not. I think you have to have table seating. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, outdoor dining. You have to be like you have to. You can't, there can't be people at the bar. I'm pretty sure it's just at tables and shit. The back wait parking for cabs lot. to open back up, dude. All right. I don't really know. <laughs> dude, wait. Dude, I, don't, uh, I really don't, but. Can we figure out a way to buy our, uh, like, our units from Gary? Like, let's get some, let's get some, uh, <laughs> some, some Wall Street gurus here. Get some money, like, some cash flowing and get a loan. Buy those units. Turn it into a bar. A yeah. massive bar. In the with back the, lot. With the outside, outside dining in the back. For the record, the back lot. It's totally up to social distancing guidelines. We have all the protocol going on. The back yeah. lot is the fucking twilight zone. Yeah. <laughs> the weirdest shit happens in that parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Very weird stuff happens in that back parking lot. Like, it cannot be publicized. Can't be publicized. It's, no. It's a secret society to know what happens in the back lot. You have to uh, sign an NDA to go back there. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That'll be our, that'll be our draw. We like, oh, you have to sign an NDA to go back here. Yeah. Everyone's like, really? What goes on? <laughs> we have to charge. We're going to really up it. We're going to do like a $15 cover to get in the back yeah. lot. $15 cover. <laughs> I wanted to mention, because I know we've been talking about it, our Twitch channel. Listen, everyone who's listening, however many people it is, we've made a lot of empty promises on this show, but they're not empty. They're just, they're just having, really have, we don't have any... They're He's happening. Marinating. They're going to happen. Listen, you ungrateful fucks, all right? We're artists, <laughs> and you have to give artists time to complete their fucking products, all right? I said, well, there's one empty promise I made, and it was that I was going to start working out again. If you remember a couple weeks ago, I, put on, I said I put on the Apple Watch, and I was back. I lied. I, have, I haven't worked out since, I, since that day. But, Does golf count? Sure, golf will count. Oh, I worked out. Get the fuck out of here. Are you trying to golf Friday? Yeah, you walk yeah in, dude, you let's know. work out. Do you want to work out Friday? Yeah, we got to wait until – we got to go afternoon because I ordered a new driver, and it's going to be here Friday. All right, oh, if you guys are right. down here, if you guys are down here on Friday, we'll go on, like, a run or we out, we'll lift or something. But, no, we're going to work out on the golf course. Oh. Oh, I thought we actually went work out. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, that was my only empty promise. But – the other promise was that we're going to do the Sean tries it segment where I eat all the food and whatever happens, happens that's happening. So hope you guys don't mind hearing like me vomit on the podcast and Nick, you still need to watch avatar. Oh yeah. Um, I looked at how many episodes of that there are not I, looking great. Dude, I did 20 minutes. I, I literally, minutes. I literally yeah, actually, 60 day. episodes. No, I, I started watching 30 it. hours a, of my life. Nick, it's a I good did, show. I did, listen, the episode, listen. I did the math today. Uh, it was only 20 hours. Only 20 yeah. hours. Tell them. Yeah, dude, I, I started watching it. It's actually – it's a good show. Like, it's a good story. It's good. I yeah, felt, we'll see about that. I, I might just fucking wing it. I'll see if you guys even know. I'll I watch, like, 10 watching. minutes of an episode, and I'll tell you what I think happened. Fine. I'll call you out because I know all the little twists and turns. I finished it. 
I'm done. I totally binge watched it in like probably a week and a half, I think. Week I have like half. the second half of the third season left. Okay. I'm still on season one. Pat, I'm you're like in for a wild roller one. coaster here. Pat's yeah. in for a roller coaster. Well, Kyle's even in for a bigger one if he just started. Anyway, I want to talk about that. Once it ends, I wanted to get everyone's takes on the Avatar. I guess, well, I don't want to spoil it for anyone either, but I'll, maybe I'll talk about you guys. No, I mean, just. No, this, I mean, that show can't be spoiled. Yeah, let me. If it's been out for, yeah, that long, you're not spoiling anything anymore. Yeah, but people are rewatching it now. You don't really remember all of it from when you were a kid. Yeah, that's thinking. true. Yeah, I don't think they're going to remember what we said about it either. Perhaps not. They might. Well, anyway, we had that. Nick's going to watch something and review it. Nick's our movie. (laughs) Nick's our movie or television reviewer. I'll be eating stuff. And we are going to start a Twitch channel. Shawnee Mac finally got a Call of Duty dub thanks to Pat. Pat carried me to the dub, dude. Back, if you guys are, if we do this, or when we do this Twitch channel, I had five kills in that game as well. John Rambo. Oh yeah, Zambi was in it. Oh, yeah, Zambi was in it. They carried me. If I keep saying it, when when we start this Twitch channel, don't watch me. Just watch Pat or Nick. We'll start it under the name John Rambo. Just yeah, perfect. You got to start the Twitch channel, all right? Because you're the best one. So people yeah. are going to want to watch you play. They want to hear our commentary, which they'll be able to hear. But it needs to be on your gameplay. Okay. It can't be on mine because they're, they're just going to – I'm going to get – I can't get bullied about COD <laughs> online. Dude, you're not going to get bullied about COD if I'm playing in the, the game with you. I get yeah, it. If it's, it, yeah, but I'm saying if it's, if, it's my, if it's through my PlayStation, that means that my gameplay will be on. They won't be able to see oh, you. See. Okay. Yeah. They'll hear I you got be on. like, oh, fuck, I died. But they won't see you. You saw we were just playing a little bit earlier. I don't think we had a finish that wasn't top four, right, Pat? Yeah, we were real close. Even when you played, hopped off, yeah. I ended up like uh, fourth or third, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Are we playing right. tonight? Yeah, I'm going to hop yeah. on after this. Oh, I'm going to make a Twitch account right now. All hey. right, let's go, Rambo. Are you going to? Eat up, Rambo. Yeah, because all you have to do is just um, get the app on Xbox, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And then you all just right. start streaming. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, well, I've actually I've been playing. I've been doing good. I brought my KD up from like 0. 0.78 to 0. 0.85 in the last week and a Woo. half. I've been going off. Oh, I looked up my stats. I think I'm at like a three KD or something. Yeah, well, dude, you get like eight kills a game. So just quit, everyone quit rubbing it in my face. I'm gonna look up. They're <laughs> probably terrible. Uh, I, Carter, I think yours is like one four four because when I check mine, I can see like all my friends. Oh, okay, thanks. I'm the ultimate distraction. You fucking fraud. No, 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 that doesn't that doesn't count because when I mean, one four four is still fucking sick. Dude, I got like a six eight KD when he when he started. Of course, he had to go through the road bumps. If you probably okay. took his past month, his KD is probably up at three or four. A 12. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what it was. That's what, hold on. So, the past – so, on Battle Royale, on Battle Royale, 1.21 KD. I think it, it gives me – oh, does it give me the past couple days? No, it doesn't. Damn. Right. Oh, yeah, last seven days, 1.82. I'm almost at a 2 KD. That is very impressive. That's impressive. All right, so we're we're all hopping on right now. We got the four some here. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. shower first real quick, and then I'll hop on. Right. You guys can play like a trio match or something. That's gonna start up his Twitch account, and I guess maybe we'll get mm-hmm. the streaming. All right, well the Fantastic Four will be hopping on. Good episode, boys. I think we're back on track. This was a longer episode than the past couple weeks, but it's all good. That means we had plenty to talk about. Zam, you made that promise earlier in the uh, when we first started. I think our first episode when we went like forty minutes. You were like, "Imagine how long we're gonna go when, when sports are back." And now they're back, 
and it seems like we have some steam behind us. We're going a little longer than usual, so maybe this will be the new norm for us. If you guys have nothing else to say, you've said what you've said. We will call this one a wrap, and we'll see everyone next time. Peace. See you.